0: Welcome to O's Corner with your host, Onyi. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to episode two of O's Corner. I am your host, Onyi, and I'm so grateful to be here sharing this time and space with you. Today's episode is number two of four Cornerstone episodes that support the foundation and framework for this podcast. The focus of this and every second Friday of the month is love, sex, dating, and all things relating, aka LSD with Onyi. More about that in a bit. But first, let's get grounded. Let's get centered. Let's get into a place of gratitude and acknowledgement for all the beings that support us, that surround us. Thank you, thank you, thank you, ancestors. I acknowledge you, I welcome you in. Thank you for the choices you made, the sacrifices you made, everything you did in order for us to be here today. May we make the choices in the direction of our preference. May the choices that we make heal us and heal you. And may we create a pathway of healing, of wholeness, of freedom for our future generations, freedom to just be who they are as they are. I acknowledge and I thank the directions. I acknowledge and I thank the elements and elementals. I acknowledge and I thank the beings in the plant, mineral, and animal kingdoms. I acknowledge and I thank everything on earth, everything outside of earth. I'm so grateful for this co-creation, this co-reflection, this, this life. I'm just grateful for this life and the opportunity to do what I love, to be love, to experience love. Ashe, thank you. Uh <sighs> so, love, sex, dating, and all things relating, and everything else that's connected with those topics. LSD with Onyi. The name is hilarious, first of all, because I don't do anything <laughs> as far as recreational drugs go. I've done plant medicine here and there, and even that has been very, very limited, because of just my own perspective in terms of what I require and the work that is there for me to do to where I respect it to the utmost. And I don't necessarily see that it's something that I necessarily need to do for myself in the ways that it's done. But it's just funny that I don't do anything yet. I call this LSD for love, sex, dating. And it was actually a friend of mine, Sanyu, that I was talking to her about coming up with a name for a series that I was doing in the past on Instagram. And she was looking at the acronyms and suggested that. And I just thought, I don't know, should I? Will people think whatever they're going to think? And I just thought, you know what, let me flip the script on them because they can think whatever they want. And when they get into the space and they're listening to it, then they will be surprised. And maybe they'll stick around for the conversation. So it was just pretty funny. It's interesting because, you know, I never saw myself as the one to host any sort of conversation about love, sex, and dating. While I am very curious about those topics, because I'm curious about people in general and all aspects of people. And that's absolutely a very important aspect or one that we've placed a lot of importance on that people experience. I've always been curious. And it just really happened by mistake or chance that something that I would post would generate so much conversation that fast forward, it would lead me to dedicating and creating space to have the conversation in a bigger way. So what actually happened was last year, I was scrolling through Facebook and I came upon a memory from 2016 of something that I had posted. And I will read the post in its entirety. So this was me feeling confused. That was the emoji that I used to express the emotion that I was feeling at that time. What do you do when the person you thought you were going on a date with is actually just dropping you off at the club? Dot, 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 question mark. (sighs) Suck it up, dot, dot, dot. Have a couple drinks, dot, dot, dot. And make friends with the ladies to your left and your right. Hashtag clearly we're not on the same page. Hashtag too good to be true. Hashtag Eshu got jokes. Hashtag, of course, hashtag learning to laugh at myself. And to explain the hashtag Eshu got jokes in the tradition that I practice, Eshu is an energy or deity, an Orisha that deals with the crossroads, that deals with multiple dimensionality, that deals with choices that's a trickster energy so i'm like you got jokes <laughs> life got jokes you know i often feel that life is not laughing with me i feel like life is just having a good old laugh at my expense they just cracking up hysterically at the shit that i co-create for myself <laughs> like it's a co-creation whatever i experience i brought it into my life in some way shape or form to teach myself a lesson So when it comes to dating, sure enough, that's going to also be the case. So I saw that memory and I laughed about it because I can laugh about it now because I'm removed from the situation back then. I don't think I was laughing about it. But I saw this memory and I decided to post it on Instagram. So I posted it in an Instagram story And I got so many different comments from it. And actually, backtrack, one of the comments that I wanted to point out from Facebook, because I love people. You have those individuals that are very consoling, like, oh, that's so sad. And you're such a great person. They don't know what they're missing. And then you have the people that are like, what in the hell? What? They're just surprised and shocked. And then you have those individuals who want to be starting something, who want to be smart asses. And one person was like, that's why you don't date Uber drivers. And I was like, really? I wish, you know what? Let me just not even say what I wish I could have done <laughs> to that person that made that comment. I mean, I, again, I can laugh now, but it was just, at the time, I was like, I don't, I don't need to see your comment. We, we ain't got to be that way. <laughs> it's so funny. But anyways, fast forward to Instagram and me posting this story. First of all, people were like, oh my God, that happened to you. And that's hilarious. Or, dang, that happened to you? Because I don't know if people just didn't imagine that something like that would happen to me. And I posted some stories after that that correlated with that incident and used the hashtag, what are we doing? Love, sex, dating, relating. And so many people started commenting. They started sharing their stories. And then I became super attentive to stories that friends were sharing with me, to conversations I started having with other people about love, sex, dating, and relating. People started sending me screenshots of things or forwarding posts about love and sex. And it just kind of built from there. And actually, you can still see the highlight on my Instagram page where I saved the collection of as many of the screenshots that I took from conversations and my DMs from different posts that I had seen. It was actually a really beautiful thing to see the level of engagement that people had when it comes to this topic. And people were being very transparent. People were being very generous in terms of sharing. And I asked permission to share their stories and I either kept them anonymous or not, depending on their preference. And the compilation of all this information, again, with people discussing Asking about what we're doing, sharing what they're doing when it comes to love, sex, dating, and just relating in and of itself was really beautiful. And that happened all of last year. And then comes this year, quarantine, social distancing, so many other things that 2020 has brought the topic of sex, of love, of dating Started coming back up. I witnessed people really being in their anxiety about quarantine in light of not being able to engage as they had engaged with friends, first and foremost, but then also being in spaces where they would meet other individuals, people who were not in relationships, who were interested in getting into relationships. Now, not having the opportunity to, again, be out in spaces where they would meet people. I was starting to watch just the effect that this was having across the board. But in particular, it was really interesting to look at those individuals who are interested in engaging romantically, engaging, sexually engaging, and building upon or building partnerships with people or finding people who potentially can build partnerships with them. It's really, really fascinating. And another thing that came up is dating shows. They started coming to the forefront of my consciousness a bit more than they had in the past. Now, mind you, I had watched dating shows before, and they were typically the more popular ones. But then this time around, as they were coming into my consciousness more and more, in addition to some of the more popular ones, I would start to see these other, what I thought were more random or more obscure. And each of them had their own themes or types of individuals with specific circumstances that the show was based on. And I would start watching this and just see similar situations play out no matter what the circumstances were and no matter who the people were. And then also, it was interesting to look at specific Conditions or factors that could potentially play into a person's experience when it comes to dating, especially when we're looking at those factors that we deem as disabilities, those factors that we deem as the things that society looks at in a certain way and uses to other people and witnessing the experiences of those individuals who fall into those categories or who we have placed into those categories and seeing what their experiences are, seeing how they match with experiences of the rest of the population that supposedly doesn't experience those things that they do. And I was really surprised to see that oftentimes the things that we deem as a challenge in a person's life that they are navigating how that specific thing can actually create space for or allow for much more transparency, much more authenticity, much more cutting out the crap that a lot of us do and experience when we are in the realms of dating. It was very fascinating. I was hooked On these dating shows, I was watching one after another. It was like I was doing a study and just gathering all this data, all this information. And as I'm swirling in just this, again, this set of topics, love, sex, dating, love, sex, dating, the questions of what are we doing? What are we doing now? What do we prefer to be doing? What did we do in the past that maybe we want to shift so that we're doing something different in the present and we create space to do something different in the future, that was all bubbling to the surface as well. And really, I have to go back even further. And you know, about 10 or so years ago, there was a time in my life when I was participating in a group that was called the Intimacy Project. And within that group, we really set the intention to doing the work of saying and showing each other What brings up so much fear for a lot of people? Literally breaking down or tearing down or dissolving the walls that we have placed between ourselves and others. The things that we are afraid to say because we are afraid of people's reactions or responses, we're afraid of being alone. If we say this thing to this person, they will leave us. They will not look at us in the same light. Therefore, we just keep it bottled in. This group worked to dismantle all of that. And we said some hard shit. We heard some hard shit. We even recognized that designating it as hard in and of itself was something that we needed to break through because it's your perspective that shapes your reality. So you can look at things as hard challenging, difficult, all these different things. And how you look at it will determine how you imagine you can move through it. If you look at everything as hard, then everything will be hard. If you look at everything as, you know, not preferred, but it's a challenge and it's something that will help me grow and be more of who I am, then your experience will have that energy but in this group we had a lot of conversations about a lot of different things and in particular sex sexual and erotic natures of people would come up regularly given that you know this is really an area of people's lives that can bring about many again challenges and again many opportunities for growth and diving deeply into who we are at our core our core erotic nature Prior to that, I really hadn't talked much about sex or really had in depth discussions about it. I mean, granted, the group of friends that I had in college were very intelligent, and what we discussed really across the board often scratched the surface. However, this work with the Intimacy Project just brought a whole new level of awareness for me. And, you know, as a person whose major instruction around sex was one, don't have it until you're married, <laughs> it's a sin. And two, don't get pregnant. For me, it was cathartic to be able to have discussions about and open the doors to engaging in something that there was a lot of fear instilled into. And I think that's the case for a lot of us. A lot of us have so much fear and shame and trauma when it comes to love, sex, dating, and relationships. And perhaps that's a big part of why it was coming up to me to have conversations about it and to help pave the way for healing work around it, whether it's through the, the services that I provide or it's through other work that other practitioners provide. But there is so much deep wounding and trauma that many of us are holding on to, you know, past versions of us that have experienced all these different things. and. It's really time for us, as a versions of us that we are now, it's time for us to really remember that this version of us in the present moment did not have the same experiences as those past versions of us. So remembering that, recognizing that, and doing everything that we can to come from our place of empowerment, of newness, of a blank slate, I think really will shift things for a lot of people. And really, you know, fast forward to now, (laughs) having had a lot of different experiences relationship-wise, and I mean, I'm looking forward to more. Having conversations with individuals across all walks of life, across different identities, across different perspectives, and so on. I'm just really grateful that I can look at sex, love, dating from a completely different perspective. And y'all, I mean, <laughs> the experiences that I've attracted to myself and, you know, also the ways that I've stepped into my courage to do some shit that boggles even my own mind. Ooh, <laughs> Yeah, I think past versions of me would look at this version of me and be like, uh, who is that? Because we don't recognize who that is. That ain't us. And even I look at myself. I'm just, okay, yeah, I did that. I really did that. I really said that to that person. Um... Yeah. And really, as much as I've learned, I know there's so much more to learn. I'm just really fascinated by and curious about people. And I just, again, ask the question, what are we doing? And this space, this podcast, this second Friday of the month is a place where we can do that. We can ask, what are people doing? Ah, oh, yeah. What are people doing? You know, going back to quarantine, it's just, wow, social distancing. It just brings a whole other layer. It's like, first of all, some people are quarantining with folks, you know, their romantic partners that they hadn't lived with before. So that's one thing. And others are really seeing the nature of their relationships. If they had lived with someone before, but now having to be home for much longer than they had to before they're really seeing their relationships in a whole new light and having some interesting choices to make. And, I, and as I mentioned before, you know, many folks who were single before quarantine just went into a lot of anxiety or panic mode in general, but also specifically because of the idea of not having the opportunity to just find individuals for the purpose of building something partnership-wise or romantic And what's also been interesting during this quarantine is that a few people that I know have gotten married or otherwise coupled up, some people that I was surprised at, like, really? Oh, okay. I never, I didn't expect that. And some have ended relationships. Again, so fascinating. And something else that I did during quarantine is that I uh, tapped back into the world of dating apps. In the past, I had used them, and then I get frustrated, then I would... Recognize maybe I was reactive and let me sign up again. And I would do that. And then I would again delete it because I was like, this is a hot mess. (laughs) Um, But this time around during quarantine, I just decided, you know what? Let me see again what people are doing, what's out there, what has shifted. Have I shifted? And it was a pleasant surprise compared to, again, the quasi hot mess situations that I experienced in the past. And I know a big part of that was because I had shifted. You know, where I was at in the past is I had expectations that I then held on to that would create this energy of disappointment when people did what they do. And yes, while people are still out here doing the same things in the apps, I feel like something has shifted. You know, but again, the biggest shift is me because I was approaching them with more light, with more joy, with more humor. (laughs) Humor really does a lot to help break through negativity, really. And, you know, I think that joy, that lightheartedness, that speaks to something bigger when it comes to the topics of love, sex, dating, relationships, relating, period. Are we approaching it all from joy? are we approaching it from being light versus heavy you know are we approaching it from a place of having done work to really break through a lot of our negative beliefs or detach from insisting on a specific outcome are we meeting people where they're at but also keeping the knowledge of what doesn't serve us and making decisions to not engage with it i have so many questions (laughs) y'all so many questions And I'm really excited to hear and learn from life as a whole and specifically from situations that I will continue to create for myself that I will attract to myself. I'm looking forward to conversations with friends, colleagues, experts, and just situations that are brought to the public eye that really serve as a reflection for all of us. You know, for me, the more questions that I ask more questions come up and it's all good and I'm here for it (laughs) I always think about something that one of my teachers mentioned during a reading she did for me that spoke to my curiosity you know she said you (laughs) that saying curiosity killed the cat is really applicable when it comes to you I was like oh damn (laughs) okay and then she said but given who you are and how you operate you'll find that the phrase that comes after that is equally, if not even more true, which is, but satisfaction brought it back. (laughs) Curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought it back. And Lord knows I've been brought back so many times. I will, I have some stories to share with (laughs) y'all on this second Friday, love, sex, dating, and relating lsd with oni because it sure is a trip it sure is but i'm really looking forward to taking that trip with all of you and i hope that you join me for the second friday for all fridays of o's corner again i'm so grateful to be here i'm so grateful to be the host of this space the guardian of this space really just the person this space is using to do its work I'm very grateful. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. And again, I am grateful to everything that supports me, supports us, that surrounds me, that surrounds us. The ancestors, the directions, the elements and elementals, beings in the plant, mineral, animal kingdoms, everything, every single thing on earth, everything outside of earth. The all that is. We are all that is, we are all expressions of the all that is, having our own unique experiences and the all that is, is in joy to experience itself through all of our individual reflections without any one of us, the all that is wouldn't be the all that is, so I'm grateful to be here, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I am your host Omi. I thank you for joining me on O's Corner. You've been listening to O's Corner with your host, Onyi. Want to know more about Onyi? Log on to onyi.love. That's O O-N-Y-I N Y I.love. Thanks for listening. And make sure you tune in to next month's Second Friday, where I share this infamous story that set off the chain reaction of LSD with Onyi.